Hi, I'm George Norrie, and welcome to the new iHeartMedia and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Like us on Facebook, tell your friends, and share us with everyone. This is an exciting new network that will feature podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. Now please sit back and enjoy Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. Hi, I'm Sandra Champlain. For almost 25 years, I've been on a journey to prove the existence of life after death. On each episode, we'll discuss the reasons we now know that our loved ones have survived physical death. And so will we. Welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. Death is no more than passing from one room to another. But there's a difference for me, you know, because in that other room, I shall be able to see. Helen Keller. We humans share three main fears. One is the fear of being alone. Another is the fear of failure. And the last, the fear of dying. One of the big reasons I created this podcast is so that we can wipe fear out of our lives. One of the ways to do that is to destroy the fear of dying. If we could see the invisible group of souls that constantly surround us and cheer us on and learn to feel what they are communicating to us, we would not feel so alone. And if life truly is an education for our soul, which I believe it is, there is no such thing as failure, as everything is learning experience. So on this episode, let's take a look at what happens when we die. We are going to talk with the author of the book, The Fun of Dying, What Happens Next. She also wrote The Fun of Staying in Touch, How Our Loved Ones Contact Us, and How We Can Contact Them. Roberta Grimes is a business attorney and a dear friend of mine who has spent most of her life studying and writing about death and the afterlife realities. She is the author of many great books and hosts her own radio show called Seek Reality. I first found out about Roberta through the book Your Eternal Self by Dr. R. Craig Hogan. One of his recommended books was The Fun of Dying, and quite honestly, My father had just died, and the title really angered me, and I felt compelled to order this book. Both books did bring me a lot of comfort. And I want to share with you a conversation I had with Roberta about the dying process from a spiritual point of view. If you listened to our last show, we met a deep trance medium who can bring through messages from the afterlife. We have a great source of of original data about the afterlife. Most of it was received through deep trance mediums, and it came in the late, very end of the 19th century and about the first 40 years of the 20th century. So I spent a long time just reading every book I could find, and there are quite a few that were put together about these, um, these communications. Uh, most of them were just communications to people who were, you know, grieving and, you know, mom or dad or someone sure. came back. But the difference is with a deep trance medium, the, the medium has withdrawn from her body and her control is talking and her control is, is, has people right next to him or her that are your loved ones. So there's the, what they say to us is much more detailed. And I figured 
I would start to see some similarities among these, and I'd be able to sort of construct some notion about what it's like where they are. But what still astonishes me, and to me is one of the two best um, pieces of evidence that this is real, is the fact that when you read hundreds of them, they all are talking about the same place. I never found an outlier. Always the same physics, the same process, the same pastimes, the same geography, the same everything. And that's not possible. I mean, some were, were received in Great Britain, some were received in the United States, or uh, even a few from other places. They all went to the same place. Sandra, that's not possible if it's not real. I agree. So let me ask you what happens in the dying process. For most people, Roberta, as you know, there's a lot of fear, a lot of things left undone or unsaid, and we are scared of dying. Could you walk us through what happens when we close our eyes the last time here on Earth and what we will find when we open them in the afterlife? Well, it's actually all the fears that people have here are instilled in them by our culture. They either come from science, which says you're going to blink out like a light, or they come from religions, which teach you that unless you happen to thread the right needle, uh, you're going to go to hell. So all of the fears that we have are instilled by our cultural you know, institutions. And when we, when we educate ourselves, as you and I have, about what actually goes on, the fear of death disappears. It's not natural. And not only that fear disappears, but so does every other fear. So if people are wondering whether they should bother to look into all of this, the biggest reason to do it is that it takes away all fear. It, it transforms your life for the better in ways that it's hard for me even to describe. But here we are, we're, we're approaching death. Um, we're, we're at the sort of between 24 hours and, and maybe 36 hours before death, there's usually a burst of energy. We wake up, we talk to people, we seem much more normal. It sounds, seems like we're getting better. That's a sign that we are in the last stages of death. We are, we're in our deathbed. We uh, may be surrounded by loved ones. Sometime in the period, usually it's within 24 hours, but sometimes it's only a few hours before we actually leave our bodies. We start to see people in the room that we used to think were dead. Uh -huh. They usually appear in the upper corners of the room and they look young. They look healthy and happy, and it could be one person or even one pet, or it could be a crowd. It's very individual. Whatever is going to be best for you is what your guides make sure that you have in terms of deathbed visitors. Usually, the people around the bed will notice that we stop communicating with them because usually we don't even tell them what we see. Once in a while we do, or once in a while we have hints, such as Steve Jobs saying, oh wow, three times suddenly, uh, just as he was very getting close to death and then he never spoke to his family again. Those were his last words. Right. So the minute you see your mom looking young and healthy or your cat that you had in childhood or whoever comes, you know you're gonna be fine. So any residual uneasiness you had just disappears and you feel happy, but you're still enclosed in this boat anchor, basically this dying body, and you need to get out of it. So what happens is we're, we're built like a Matryoshka doll, energy nested energy bodies. The outer body or a couple of bodies are going to stay. The physical body is staying. And I think also that what we think of as the aura, which is an energy body that protects us, it's like a, an, a, a spiritual immune system that seems also to stay. But all the inner bodies leave 
And they tend to gather, people who have been awake while this was happening say it feels funny, but it doesn't hurt. They all sort of unvelcro from our extremities and gather in our chest area. And then they leave. If you're beside someone who is dying, you sometimes will see a gray mist above mm -hmm. the body. That is actually the spirit leaving. It has been photographed. And the reason that it seems to disappear is that you, once you're out of your body, you are very rapidly raising your vibratory rate to the point where people usually are unable to perceive it. Some more sensitive people still can. But that energy sort of mist reforms into a, a, a semblance of a body that is still attached to the, the body that's lying there, that boat anchor on the bed, by a silver cord. People who have done this and been awake at the time say it's an immensely pleasurable experience. My title, The Fun of Dying, came from what the dead tell us about the process. It's really fun. You feel young. You feel healthy, happy, vigorous, powerful, thrilled. You, some people say it's an orgasmic feeling to leave the body. It's just the best. Wow. You're still attached to the body by, by that, what the Bible calls a silver cord. It's an energy cord that okay. you could sometimes perceive. But that's getting frayed now. It's been tough enough that you've been able to leave that body. Most nights we leave our bodies in astral travel. We've, you've been able to go to the other end of the universe and still stay attached to that boat anchor. But now it's time for you to leave. So that energy cord frays and disintegrates. And your loved ones around you are urging you to come with them. So, Sandra, we're heading off. We rapidly raise our vibratory rate as to the people around us. And it seems, for many people, it, it, it seems like a, a fog. It sort of is between the energy uh, areas. And for some people, it just feels like uh, it, one, ends, one edge disappears and another begins. It's just a very personal thing. But whatever it is, there, you'll, there'll be people around you all the time. It won't be scary. And what happens is that you find a whole new, solid, beautiful, amazing, earth-like, extraordinary reality exactly where you are right now. It's in the same place. How, you say, is that possible? How well, is that possible? If you, <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you think of your mind as a TV set, okay. right now you're tuned to this level of reality and to that body on this level of reality. Okay. You think you're in the body, but you're nowhere near it. It's a, your, your mind is, like it is, is, is picking up an energy signal that makes you think you're in this body. When you die, all that happens is that your mind tunes to a slightly higher vibratory rate or frequency or channel, and you pick up a whole new different reality just as easily as you pick up a TV channel. Which means your mind is not in your brain, doesn't it? it, it your, your no, it's, <laughs> it's nowhere near your brain. Your mind is, is in connection with your brain only energetically, but your mind remains where it always has been and always will be part of the eternal capital M mind that Max Planck found <laughs> and that we have found as well. It's nothing like God, although that's really what it is. Uh, and the, well, the only way it's similar to God is that it has only one, uh, really one vibratory rate, and that's perfect love. But it's not human. This is God is not a human being. God, the, all the human gods were created in men's image. And it's time to get rid of them because the real God really is perfect. So I'm interested in knowing, is the afterlife a place where we have bodies and we can eat and we can see our loved ones and our pets and there's flowers? Roberta, is it a reality like that? 
Yes. In fact, the people who are there tell us that that's reality. Where we are now is the illusion. That's how real it is to them. It's solid. Um, there, there's beautiful foliage, beautiful flowers. There are colors we have never seen because they're beyond the visible light spectrum. Mm. We have much better sensory abilities there than we have here because here we're stuck with what our bodies can pick up. Uh, there we have what's called mind sight, which is panoramic. We can see behind ourselves as well. And it's so sharp. There's one fellow in the early part of the 20th century commun communicating through one of these deep trance mediums and he had been almost blind in life. And his one of his children said, well, Dad, can you see now? He said, let me tell you how well I could see. About what looks like about 50 miles from here, there's a mountain range. And it has foothills. The mountains are beautiful, by the way. They're much, much more beautiful than here. It has. There are foothills. They're covered with trees. I can see from here every leaf on every tree on every foothill in front of those mountains. That's how well I can see here. I thought, wow, that's pretty graphic. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what they tell us. And our ears are much, we, we can hear things there much more beautifully. They say we have not heard music on this level at all. We don't even know what music is till we get there. I know you've written that although we can eat if we want to, we don't have bodies and we don't need to. What about hugs? Can we hug in the afterlife? A hug there is a hundred times better than any hug you've ever had here. Wow. What the dead have told us consistently for the almost 200 years we've been getting good communications from them, what they've told us consistently is that there, there's really no sex there because although we could do it, there's no sex drive. So there's just, you don't want to bother. But what there is, is something better. Yeah. There is a merging of our energy bodies that we can do which is like a whole body orgasm. It is the best feeling you can possibly imagine, has no morality attached to it, and that's quite a hug. I bet it is. <laughs> and our loved ones are there? Yes. How about a life review? We often hear that when we die, we have to review our lives. There is a life review, but nobody ever judges us other than ourselves. What happens is that we experience all the events of our lives, Apparently in detail, and I don't know how this is possible, but this is what they tell us. We very quickly review all the events of our lives, and then we go to, uh, uh, or we have around us people that love us, and what we try to do then is to uh, uh, forgive ourselves and forgive others for the things that they did and that we did. Now, it's easy to forgive others, they tell us it doesn't matter what that other one ever did to us, but we are—we forgive them all. It's easy, easy to do. But what we have a lot of trouble doing is forgiving ourselves. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartMedia and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. 
Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com shades today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash shades. At ParanormalDate.com, you meet the most fantastic people. Hi, I'm Tom. Hi, I'm Jennifer. What brings you here? Yeah, I'm here to meet someone who understands me. How so? Well, I'm into UFOs, ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, uh, the paranormal, uh, that kind of stuff. But can't seem to find anyone who gets it. Oh, well, um, nice to meet you, Tom. I, I gotta go. Uh, okay. Guess that's not your cup of tea. Are you sure? Very. Good luck with that. I can't meet anyone when I'm out and I really can't find a website for my unique interests. What is one to do? Have you thought about ParanormalDate.com? Para what dot what? Who are you? I'm a paranormal matchmaker and it's ParanormalDate.com It's a website for people looking for people like them. Stuff you like, remember? Interesting. Uh, I'll give it a try. Well, let's try this again. Uh, hi, I'm Tom. Hey, I'm Deb. Your profile on Paranormal date.com looked very interesting so you really saw a ufo well yeah it was so intense but not as intense as meeting you you're an alien chasing flirt but i kind of like it wow this paranormal date.com thing really works maybe paranormal date.com is for you people with an interest in things they hear on george's show find their match daily so if you're looking for that special someone with an interest in ufos ghosts aliens Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, and of course, the paranormal. Come to the dating site inspired by George Nori. It's always free to search, and if you decide to upgrade to our amazing new features, use promo code GEORGE for a great discount. ParanormalDate.com. You are not alone. Hey, the Coast to Coast AM YouTube channel is waiting for you now. Go to coasttocoastam.com for more information.
Hey everybody, it's producer Tom and you're listening to Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain on the new iHeartMedia and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And don't forget, you can listen to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we were discussing the life review with business attorney and lifetime researcher of the afterlife, Roberta Grimes. It's just experiencing all the emotions we felt as part of the events and also all the emotions that other people felt. And in, in experiencing that, we um, get to the point where we 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 have well we easily forgive them we get to the point where we really have to begin to forgive ourselves it's not easy there's so many of us that want proof that our our loved ones are around and from heaven's point of view are are our loved ones spending time trying to get in touch with us that they're okay it depends they're like us they're very different in what they care about There seems to be a process that nearly all of them go through right after they die. It's part of the induction, like the the life review and also the party. They do a lot of partying there. This is something most people don't know about, but there's always a party for each of us when we get there. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. And, and, um, but, but one of the things uh, that they do is to the upper level beings will offer to teach those newly arrived how to give signs to their to their families. Okay. And there are very predictable signs, and I talk about them in the fun of staying in touch. Mikey, who was this extremely advanced being, um, and who just, as I say, returned there in 2007, he spends a lot of his effort helping people learn how to give these signs. And he gives his family signs every single day, even though, of course, it's been almost a decade since he left them. There, it's, his mother says, it's like he never left. He's doing all these things all the time. But he's unusual. Most of our loved ones will give us some signs. We will ignore them because we don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And they will shrug and they will go on and have a nice life there. Even though we might miss them, they know from their perspective in a minute, they'll turn around and we'll be there after having lived another 50 years. Time is very different there. It doesn't exist here the way it does there, mm-hmm. the, there the way it does here. So they don't miss us. They can check in whenever they like. It's very different for them than it is for us. So I recommend to people that you satisfy yourself that, that your loved one is fine. Um, my, I didn't believe in, in spiritual mediums because whenever I tested them, and that was about oh, 15 years ago, I was doing a lot of even very expensive ones. They were not doing a good job. It was oh. my fault. I now understand it was my fault because I didn't have anybody for whom I was grieving. They were all, it had been dead a while. And, and I was being skeptical from the beginning. I was right. a researcher testing them. Right. So, uh, it was, it was tough for them. And I, I am sorry about that now. There are some very good spiritual mediums. So I recommend that people find a good spiritual medium, get in touch with mom and dad, make sure they're fine or whoever else is missing. Be sure they're they're fine, satisfy yourself, and then live your own life, trying to get as high as you can spiritually. That's what it's all about. That's the whole game. Okay, one more thing I want to ask is 
the quantum physics. I mean, I know that's a pretty broad thing to get into, but there was, (laughs) I've had, yeah, I've had some things happen to me that are like, holy cow moments, like so mind blowing. And one of them is something called remote viewing. Um, And it's like an ESP technique when you can quiet your mind and you can actually see what's on somebody's dining room table or before you open a magazine, you can tell what pictures are in the magazine. And it, it, it was it's such a mind blowing experience that like that told me that we can't possibly just be this body. We can't. So in your book, it's the first time that I read that. And I, like, I, I knew this, but it was just really nice to read. You write from that quantum level. We're all made up of energy and within us, we have molecules and cells and atoms and that however all that works but you were the one who said that if you just put a teeny tiny camera inside one of our atoms you know because we look like we're made up of you know skin and bones and hair and whatever else we've got clothes on but if we put a tiny little camera into one of our atoms it wouldn't see anything all we really are is made up of vibrating energy and That's you right. you said that in your book, and I remember thinking that was one of those aha, holy cow moments that really convinced me that everything we're looking at is an illusion. It is. It's a really, really good one, though. Oh, it sure is. <laughs> and and we actually come into this. Our, most of our minds are not even accessible to us while we're in a body, and we come into this body basically having pledged to agree in the trick. We we've, we are pledged to not look behind the curtain. Oh. And um, so we don't. But in fact, and you know, it's funny to be talking about quantum physics. Yeah. Because proudly, I'll tell you, I never got past Algebra 2 and I never took physics even in high school. Oh, me neither. And that's yeah. all actually an advantage because it, to, to think about math and to think about, which doesn't seem to matter in the rest of reality, and to think about um, about physics as solid is is a distraction from the fact that intuitively I think we all understand that we are mind. We're part of eternal mind. That's what's going on. And Max Planck got the 1918 Nobel Prize for quantum mechanics. He's the one who got, got the big prize for it. He's a very smart man. He said the only thing that exists is consciousness. We can't get behind consciousness. Everything we talk about, everything we regard as existing postulates consciousness he literally used quantum physics right at the start early 20th century to to realize what they'd really found was was god however um this because physicists are so invested in the notion that what's physical must be solid somehow and right even though they have all the evidence in the world that that's not true uh they've ignored those things he said and gone on to look at physics in a more complicated way it's really simple Quantum physics is a kind of plug that attaches the Newtonian physics, which actually does work in this level of reality and is math-based, to the physics of more than 95% of reality, which is entirely consciousness-based. It's the plug. That's all. It's easy. (laughs) You just said that and lost me. But that's okay. I don't need to get it. (laughs) No, no. I don't need need to get it. But here's what I want to say is you said we all – kind of came into this life and agreed to, you know that it's a trick or however you worded it and it's just like i i think if we knew 24 7 that we are these infinite souls and we're just having a human experience 
there would be no fun of living, right? Like, so we had to come in here and really think that this is it. Like we, you know, it just, it's just making me think like, yeah, we signed up for believing this. And I think one of the things that we all got as a gift and a curse sometimes is this internal thinking that's, man, I'm not my own best friend. I criticize myself all the time. I think I got fear that shows up. And is that something that we were given uh, as part of the trick to just have us help not remember who we really are? It's, it's really just that they want us to take the gym seriously. We're here <laughs> to, you know, yeah. like, you're funny, gym, but they, they want us right. to take seriously these lessons. But I can assure anybody who's worried that somehow it won't be fun once you know this stuff. The fun of my life really began when I began to understand the truth. It's the most amazing thing because you you have fears, you have worries, you have pains, um, yes, you get to taste a burrito, but it's just, <laughs> it's just, it's just, that's, that's small potatoes compared to understanding that you are right. the best beloved child of an infinitely loving God. That to me is a lot more important. And when I really got all of that, wow, it's just the best feeling on earth you can imagine. And I think then you start taking the, even though you can see that the machine is just a machine, it's a kind of trick. Right. You no longer feel the grief you felt before for people who have died because yeah. you understand what's going on. You can see behind the curtain a little bit. Right. But it makes you all the harder try to ace out the lessons. You know, yeah, I know it's just a lesson, but I still want to get an A. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's so important, everything you're doing to share your message, your books. I know you've been on over 100 radio shows this past year. I mean, you're you're out there. And the thing is, for any one of us, whether it's listening to one of our shows, whether it's picking up a book, whether it's going to a seminar, the more times that we can remind ourselves that this is real. Like life after death is real. We are eternal souls here in a human body. That is real. The more times we hear that, I think it keeps us in in the game and, and like looking for opportunities to love and forgive and to grow. Yes. Because even though, Roberta, I wrote my book and even though I've had some pretty mind-blowing experiences, I cannot remember them on my own unless I stay engaged. And I also know when I stay engaged, when I talk to somebody like you or if I read a book or something like that, I remember to do things like quiet my mind, whether you call it meditation or whatever. I remember to be in the present moment. And by doing those kind of things, I think for myself anyways, I've had a whole lot more synchronicities. I will even say I've had miracles show up. I've had people come into my life that I thought, were they here just for me? So whether it's raising my vibration or tapping into something, I don't know. But the quality of life seems to be much better when I'm engaged in this conversation. I would totally, absolutely agree with you. I'm like, amen. It's amen, sister. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Um, There is nothing like the kind of feeling you have for other people when you really understand what's going on. You can look at people that you used to think were awful, and you can see the God in them. You're able to begin to really love everybody. And it's, it's always, for all of us, it's just a, it's a new set of habits. But it's not something that's automatic. We need no. to work at it. Yeah. But it works. You can find out more about Roberta on robertagrimes.com. In our next segment, I'll tell you some things you may or may not know about afterlife research that's happening in the world right now. I do believe that to have any significant change, 
More people need to believe than not believe, and a tipping point will occur. I can tell you, I am really looking forward to that day. Sometimes it seems crazy that more people don't believe in the afterlife when there are some things equally as hard to grasp. Earlier, we talked about the quantum mechanics and putting a camera into our tiniest little atom that makes up us, and we are completely invisible beings made up of vibrating energy. How about this? Have you ever looked up at the night sky and thought of how big it is? When we do, we are looking at the stars that make up our Milky Way galaxy. Scientists think in our galaxy alone, there are 200 to 400 billion stars like our sun. It is believed that at least 10% of these stars have planets in their solar systems, which would mean that there are at least 20 billion solar systems just in our Milky Way galaxy. Now get this. With the Hubble telescope and other supercomputers, scientists estimate that there could be 100 to 200 billion galaxies in the universe and that the universe is ever-expanding. Ever-expanding into what, I ask? The farthest individual star that has been photographed is a blue supergiant named Icarus. And it would take 9 billion years to reach it from here. How can we be looking at its light now from 9 billion years ago? That's something I just can't get my mind around. I think we humans think that we should be able to figure everything out. I honestly don't think our minds can comprehend it all. And I don't think we are designed to. But the day we leave our body, we'll get a whole new perspective on the bigger picture and perhaps understand more. Someday, I'd like to take a trip to Australia and New Zealand to meet some of the great people I've met on the online psychic and medium classes that I host. Where would you like to travel to? So here's a question for you. How do we know these places are real if we've never been there? Because many people before us say they are real. We trust them and believe them. With near-death experiences and mediums and so much more, we know there is an afterlife. And through the works of researchers now capturing pictures and voices we can trust the afterlife is a real place too. We'll be back in just a moment to look at some of this research. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartMedia and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, 2020 has been quite a year, and most of us are glad it's almost over. Live shows all over have been brought to a halt, but it's only a matter of time before they're back. Make sure and go to the coasttocoastam.com website under our events section for the latest updates on live theater shows, expos, and more. Go now to coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com. With age, women and men have issues with fine lines, wrinkles, under-eye bags, crepey skin on the neck, and aging on the hands. Dr. Nathan Newman has developed Luminess for amazing results treating these issues with his stem cell-based formula, APT200. Try Luminess today with our postage-paid starter kit for only $19.99, available exclusively at HealthyLooking.com. Join thousands of satisfied customers using Luminess. Learn more at HealthyLooking.com. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain on the new iHeartMedia and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And don't forget, you can listen to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and years ago, when I was at the peak of being an afterlife skeptic, I knew that no one could possibly have proof of the afterlife. I thought when people had near-death experiences and saw a bright light, that was a normal part of our brain shutting down. Well, after now almost 25 years of investigating, I realize I am not alone (laughs) on this afterlife investigation. And I want to introduce you to some of the people and organizations that have been around for a mighty long time doing some great work into afterlife research. 
First, I'd like to talk a little bit about visual instrumental transcommunication. On episode number one, we met Sonia Rinaldi, who's the world's leading researcher who actually gets audios, voices, and pictures of people in the afterlife, connecting parents with their children and so much more, proving that we live on, that we get to be our best age, healthy and well. There's also people like Mark Macy, and I met him many, many years ago, and he had a Polaroid camera, and he had it somehow devised that he would take a picture of someone, and when it came out of the camera, it would develop and have two faces on it. Now, my skeptical mind didn't quite buy into it, but the woman I was sitting next to, I knew pretty well, and her daughter had passed, and she was deeply grieving for years. She was right behind me online, and we got our pictures taken, and when we returned to our seats and we watched our photos develop, mine was just looked like a blurry picture of me, But hers, well, it was her very narrow face. And then on top of it appeared a picture of her daughter. Now, I've seen a picture of her daughter, and she had real curly hair, round face, big smile, and that daughter's face was on there. No doubt about it. There's also people that do things like use water and take pictures of light on the water. Sometimes there are pictures that you see of deceased loved ones. Electronic voice phenomena, that's something we can talk about. That is taking a recording device, capturing the sound of white noise, but it could be water running or a fan blowing. And when you play it back, voices are there. So I have to tell you, we all want to have immediate results. And sometimes there is what's called beginner's luck or the spirit world actually give you a taste of something so that you will pursue it more. I got recordings right at the very beginning. However, it took some time to really practice and listen in. If you can imagine learning a different language in the beginning, when you hear the language and you don't speak it, well, you can't quite understand the words. But once you listen for a while and you start understanding what the words mean, suddenly your ears can pick up on them. Our loved ones don't have all the knowledge in the universe when they transition. I do believe that they have to learn how to do this themselves. And so set a time, do your research Get a good digital recorder. And if this is something you're interested in, really do the research and practice. It takes having a commitment to your friend or loved one in the spirit world to have these things work. Okay. We've also talked about trance mediumship and physical mediumship on the last episode. We're not done with that quite yet because I've got something great to have you listen to in the next segment. I also want to talk a little bit about near-death experiences and shared death experiences. Our friends at IANDS, which is I-A-N-D-S dot org, is the world's largest organization on near-death experiences. 
And I believe it's something like 14 million people have had near-death experiences. And this is when their heart stops, they see the light, they hear sounds, very often they see their relatives. Many people have been guided and seen their life. They've had a life review. Some pretty extraordinary cases out there. Not everyone that flatlines has a near-death experience, or maybe they do and they just don't remember it. They're all different as different as there's over 7 billion people on planet Earth. And if you were to ask somebody what's life about, what's it like, we'd all give a different answer. So I do think because that etheric cord Roberta spoke about isn't yet completely severed, we don't transition completely to the other side. So some of it could be our beliefs, some of it could be our memories, what we experience. But I do believe this is a really great example that life does go on after death. Dr. Raymond Moody coined the phrase near-death experience back in the 70s. Kenneth Ring took the research a little bit further, and he worked with blind people, people who had never had sight. Having a near-death experience, they could see, and they could accurately tell things that were going on in the room around them, outside of the room around them, and even more. William Peters runs Shared Crossing Project, and he actually trains people how to be with your loved one at the time of passing. And there's many examples of people that have witnessed spiritually in their mind's eye that same passing, that same moving to the light, and what happens in the dying process. Spirit artists are a form of medium. They're people that are gifted with drawing and they have artistic abilities and they're also mediums. I know when my dad passed, as much as I believed in the afterlife, I was suffering something so greatly from grief that there was a spirit artist near where I lived And she not only drew a picture of my dad, very similar to what he would look like in his 20s, she told a story of a very private conversation I had with my dad that no one could have known. No one. So I know she was talking to my dad. Reincarnation is a subject that some people believe in and some people don't. Some people believe that when we die, we come back over and over and over again, kind of like our souls are being recycled to try life another time. There are countless stories of children that had memories of being someone else and The now past researcher, Dr. Ian Stevenson, actually documented 3,000 cases of these children that had memories of someone else from a previous lifetime. On the flip side of that, there are people that believe that someone's soul is around you, someone who has passed, and the person who thinks they're reincarnated. They actually have that soul as maybe a spirit guide or they're communicating telepathically with them, kind of like a medium would. So whichever side of the coin you're on with reincarnation, it's a really good reason to believe that we go on. There is what's called induced after-death communication and grief reattachment therapy. These are very similar almost hypnotic techniques to bring them to a zone where it's almost an altered reality, where you can actually see and reconnect with your loved one. 
Dr. Alan Botkin was one of the first to figure this out. He was a doctor for the Veterans Administration in the United States, and so many of the soldiers had post-traumatic stress. He did something with their eyes called EMDR, eye movement desensitization routine, I think it's called. And he did a series of left-right, left-right eye movements. And the idea would be to dislodge the emotion from a memory of something very, very traumatic that would happen with the soldiers. At one point, he gave a little too many left-right, left-right eye movements, and he found it brought the patient into this altered reality where they would see their loved one. Very fascinating research if you look up Dr. Alan Botkin and IADC, Induced After-Death Communication. Rochelle Wright does something similar but different. This is something where you can spend several days and several hours with the therapist for the deeply grieving, but it's got well over 90% success rate at connecting people with their deceased loved ones. Deathbed visitations are another reason to believe in the afterlife. There are so many stories, especially talking to many hospice workers, hospice volunteers, just before someone takes their last breath. Very often, they tell stories of who's there to greet them. They can spring to life again, even if they were lying rather comatose. They get a burst of energy. They can have mental clarity. And so often, they talk about whether it's angels or loved ones that are there to bring them home. We've spoken about mediums before. There are evidential mediums, there are trance mediums, there are physical mediums. There's some people that do some pretty incredible things. Once on my travels, I actually witnessed a trance medium who closed their eyes and was sitting in front of a, another person and they brought themselves down into that deep state and through their mouth, the loved one, was able to step in and actually have a conversation again with their loved one who was left here on earth. It was something that really challenged my brain, but I knew both parties and I knew that this was not fake. And to have witnessed a parent apologizing to his son for specifics or a mother talking to her daughter, reliving the time they baked a certain kind of cake was just amazing. Again, the medium could not have known these kind of details. And with my own training and development and the things that have come from my own mind that have been accurate about people's loved ones that I have never met, it's an amazing experience. If you're someone who is interested in just tapping into your own psychic abilities or finding out what's there, On my website, sandrachamplain.com, you can click on the calendar link. We often have different courses and there's some free demonstrations on Sundays and, and other things I think you would like. Every human being is a soul having a human experience. So I think it's our God given right to really know who we are. Some of the organizations that I said that are out there, first of all, We have, if you are a parent and you have a child who is in the spirit world, a great organization called Helping Parents Heal that deals with grief and also believes in the afterlife. They hold 
so many free things. Everything's free online with well over 14,000 global members. It's a great, great organization. Also, Afterlife Research and Education Institute. You can type in afterlifestudies.org. The president of the organization is Dr. R. Craig Hogan, who wrote Your Eternal Self. Now having written many books, it is a great place to go for research. There's online Zoom meetings. There's so many things going on. You can join the newsletter and find out what's going on in the world of afterlife research. I can't recommend it enough. Afterlifestudies.org. IANS.org is the International Association for Near-Death Studies. You can also go to afterlifedata.com, afterlifelibrary.com. There's a great website called idigitalmedium.com. Bob Olson, who was a private investigator, he's got afterlifetv.com. Of course, the Arthur Finley College org is a place that teaches mediumship and other great things. We spoke with Roberta Grimes. Her radio show is called Seek Reality, and you can find out more at robertagrimes.com. Victor and Wendy Zamet from Australia have been long time, like well over 30 years, research of the afterlife. And every Friday, they put out the Friday Afterlife Report. You can find out more at victorzamet.com. And then there's me, who's interviewed over 300 people about the afterlife. And you can find out more about all my work into afterlife and grief and the whole world of what I'm passionate about at sandrachamplain.com. We'll be back in just a moment to find out a little bit more about what awaits us in the afterlife. Silver Birch and the Spiritual Truth Foundation. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartMedia and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every eight minutes, the American Red Cross brings help and hope to people in need. Thanks to the support of everyday heroes like you, the Red Cross is able to respond to disasters, big and small. Support military families, help ensure that blood is available when needed, and teach life-saving skills like CPR and first aid. Be a hero. Donate today. Visit redcross.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS. The Art Bell Vault never disappoints. If you're an insider, classic audio at your fingertips. Go now to coasttocoastam.com for details. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain on the new iHeartMedia and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Don't forget, you can listen to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and I'd like to tell you about a man named Maurice Barbonell. Maurice spent 50 years as founder and editor of the weekly spiritualist newspaper, Psychic News, devoted to sharing spiritual knowledge and evidence of the afterlife. But he wasn't always spiritual. Born to a Jewish mother and atheist father, Maurice adopted the views of his father and then turned to agnosticism, not knowing whether God existed or not. He heard about spiritualism from a speaker at a social and literary club of which he was secretary, but refused to debate the subject because he had made no personal investigation. Maurice was invited to attend a seance, but thought he fell asleep. Upon waking, he apologized, believed that either boredom or tiredness had been responsible. But the circle members informed him that he had not been asleep, but had been in a trance, and a Native American had spoken through him. Over the years, thousands of hours of wisdom from Silver Birch came through the mouthpiece of trance medium Maurice Barbonell. The Spiritual Truth Foundation was formed by Barbonell on the 15th of February, 1968. Its charitable purposes include the promotion of religious philosophy of spiritualism, the promotion and advancement of spiritual healing, and making grants available to spiritualists who are experiencing financial hardship. You can find many books on the wisdom of Silver Birch on spiritualtruthfoundation.org and books by Maurice and Sylvia Barbonell, as well as The History of Spiritualism by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. I'd like to read to you some words from What Happens When You Die, 
written by Maurice Barbonell through the wisdom of Silver Birch in his book, They Shall Be Comforted, from 1936. One day after death, you will be the same individual as you were one day before it, except that you will have discarded your physical body. You will express yourself through your etheric body, which is a replica of your physical one. It does not, however, reproduce any of its imperfections. All disease and infirmities will be left behind. The deaf will hear, the dumb will speak, the blind will see, the cripple will be a cripple no longer. You must try and understand that life in the spirit world is not dreamy or nebulous. It is full of activity. It is just as real as the life that each one of us lives here. We are accustomed to think of the material world as being real and solid, although actually this is not so, as the science of physics proves. The things of the mind, or the spirit, seem to us shadowy and vague, but to those who live on the other side, the mental is the real and the physical is the shadow. This may be hard for you to grasp, but you will find a perfect analogy if you think of your dreams. When you dream, all the things that you encounter are real at the time of their happening, then only become dreams when you wake up. If you never woke up, then that state would become your reality. The spirit world is around and about us. Some people see it and hear it because they can tune into its vibrations. It is not situated in some far-off continent. It is part of the universe, blending and intermingling with the physical world. You must dismiss from your mind the old-fashioned theological idea that after death there is an undisturbed eternal sleep. There may be, at first, a short time of rest to enable the newly arrived spirit to adjust himself to his new life. This usually takes a little time, then he meets those who have preceded him. Families are reunited. Old associations are reestablished. Friendships are renewed. I know the question you will ask is, how will I be able to recognize those who have gone before? This is not a real difficulty. They will know you, having watched over you and kept in constant touch with you. Then, because the spirit world is a place where thought is the reality, they will be able to show themselves to you as you knew them. There is, however, one great factor always operating in the spirit world. The unalterable law of attraction. Only those of like spiritual qualities can meet on the same plane in the new life. The husband and wife who were only held together on earth by a legal tie and between whom no real love existed will not be together in the spirit life. Sometimes people are puzzled because they learn that there are houses on the other side. You must remember though, these are not houses made of bricks and mortar, but constructed out of thought. This applies also to the clothing that is worn. The instinct to clothe oneself is deeply rooted and has become habitual. No one would dream of walking through the streets unclothed. This habit is part of our mental makeup. That is why it persists on the other side where mental states are the reality. What about food, you may ask? Do they eat? As long as there is a desire for food, this mental desire is mentally satisfied. In the spirit world, there are no language difficulties. All people of all nations speak in the same language. Thought. 
There are no words to be mouthed, for ideas are conveyed telepathically from one person to another. Words, after all, are but clumsy substitutions for thoughts. They are artificial means by which we communicate our ideas to one another. But words can never adequately express the thoughts one is trying to convey. One day, when the human race has evolved, language will be abolished. We will have learned how to send our ideas to each other telepathically. Then, many of our international difficulties will disappear. In the spirit world, each person's thoughts are known and cannot be hidden. There can be no deception or pretense. Every individual is known for what he is. He cannot deceive anybody, for lying is impossible. What about age, you may ask? What happens to old people who pass on? Physical age and mental growth do not proceed at the same rate. We rashly judge a man's mentality by the age of his physical body here. On the other side of life, it is the mind which survives, and mental growth consists of progress towards maturity. Little children will grow older. The older people will grow young in spirit. What work do they do? In this earthly life of ours, there are thousands of singers who have never sung, actors who have never acted, painters who have never painted, poets who have never written, musicians who have never composed a note of music. All these talents have never had an opportunity of being expressed because through economic circumstances, usually the owners had to follow some other occupation to secure their bread and butter. On the other side, they can express their talents. There are no square pegs and round holes in that world. For them, life is one continuous road of progress, each person striving to eliminate the dross from his nature and perfecting his own being. In that striving for perfection, there is no limit. It goes on for eternity. The spirit world will not be so unfamiliar as we think because most of us visit it in our sleep state. Unfortunately, few of us remember what transpires. When, however, we pass on, the law of association of ideas will recall our nocturnal experiences. Of course, it takes some time for the newly arrived spirit to acclimate himself to the conditions of life on the other side. This process of awakening differs according to the knowledge of spirit life that the dead man had before his passing. The more ignorant he was, the longer it will take him to familiarize himself with his new conditions. Then, too, those who are trained in very orthodox ideas with rigid conceptions of after-death states experience a great difficulty because the next stage of life being a mental one, they live in the mental world they have created until they have evolved sufficiently to dispel this illusion. When we pass on, we do not enter through heaven's pearly gates, neither do we descend to hell through lakes of fire and brimstone. We do not sleep forever. Each one of us naturally gravitates to the spiritual sphere for which we are fitted, according to the life we have lived and the character we have evolved here. We cannot occupy a higher sphere than the spiritual status we have received nor will we desire to occupy a lower one. Automatically, we shall go to that plane of spirit life for which we are fitted. 
We shall not be able to pretend we are better or worse. For stripped of our physical body, we shall be revealed and known for what we are. People who have lived normal lives will not find anything to disappoint them when they arrive to the spirit world. It is the selfish man who has to face great difficulties due to his earthly habits, which act as a barrier to be overcome by progress before he is fitted to associate with those he loves. If by virtue of life he has lived upon earth, he has cut himself off from those who love him, that will be his hell. What is heaven? It is the reward of a life wisely spent on earth, for it will mean that automatically we reach those who we love. Heaven and hell are mental states. Of course, those who dwell on higher planes can, if they desire, visit spirits on relatively lower spheres. This they often do, but it is impossible for those on lower planes to visit those on higher. In many cases, those who die go through a difficult period of stress due to the fact they cannot reach the ones they love on earth. When they have awakened to an understanding of their new life, they naturally return to their loved ones and try to tell them of their survival. They find it hard to understand that while they can see the earthly members of their families, the bereaved are unable to sense the presence of those for whom they are mourning. This is a very poignant sorrow that thousands of spirits experience. They do all they can to attract the attention of earthly friends, but too often they fail and cannot console them. By some law, which we do not understand, those on the other side know a little beforehand when someone is going to pass from this world. They make the necessary preparations to greet them and to help them with their passing. This explains the fact that on hundreds of occasions, people before they die have named dead relatives they said could see them in the room. Sometimes these spirit relatives have been seen by those in attendance on the dying person. Clairvoyants who have witnessed the death of an individual tell us that they can see a replica of the physical body gradually rise, connected for a while by a thread. It is what the Bible describes as a silver cord, which is attached to the vicinity near the brain. When the thread is snapped, death takes place. This etheric body is then seen to rise upwards until it disappears from view. The one thing that brings the greatest sorrow to those who have passed on is our excessive grief. This, curiously enough, acts as a deterrent to them getting close to us. They do not like the constant visits to the graveyard as they know they are not there. Most spiritualists make a habit of placing flowers near the photograph of the one who has passed on, particularly remembering anniversaries. This serves to perpetuate the idea that the spirit is constantly in the home. Spiritualists also indulge in the habit of mentally communicating with those who have passed on by sending them messages and treating them as if they were actually present in the room. I know that these messages are received, for again and again I have heard Spirit return thanks for this communion. Apart from labor, there is opportunity for recreation and enjoyment. There are means of education and instruction in all branches of life, in just that particular form of knowledge which the Spirit desires. 
Of course, many of them are engaged on tasks which mean cooperation with people in this world. Some of them are hard at work helping to make communication between the two worlds easier. Others, attracted by people in our world who are following similar lines of research, industry, art, or reform, naturally return to inspire those efforts. Although often people in this world are unconscious of spirit interest. I wholeheartedly recommend you study the philosophy of Silver Birch and visit spiritualtruthfoundation.org. Although the spirit world does seem great, we each came here for a purpose. So be bold, courageous, and go discover yours. Thank you for joining us. You've been listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartMedia and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. You've been listening to Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. For shows like this and others, please make sure to tune into the new iHeartMedia and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Like us on Facebook, tell your friends, and share us with everyone.